Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. This is Alex. It is Monday, May 9th, 2022, and the news is bad. Why is the day bad? Well, if you look around at asset prices of anything, you will see nothing other than chaos and ruin. Stocks over in Asia are down. Stocks in Europe are down. Stocks in America are set to fall very sharply at the open, so much so that if the Nasdaq opens where I think it will, the Nasdaq Composite will have given back all of its 2021 gains, which means that tech companies will be back to 2020 prices after several years of growth. Woof. That's just how far everyone got valuations wrong last year, which is brutal. For startups, yes, this is a five alarm fire. We will get to that in just a little bit. If you sold your 401k and bought a bunch of coins with it, well, the crypto market is not going to save your bacon. Bitcoin is off more than 5% in the last 24 hours. ETH is off more than 7% in the last 24 hours. And Solana, well, that's off 9% in the last day. Nearly every crypto asset that I can find is off between 10 and 20% in the last week, which I will dub a woof out of 10. So how is this impacting the value of crypto-focused companies if crypto assets themselves are in sharp decline? Well, we don't have that many data points because startups don't trade very often, but we do have Coinbase, which is public. And Coinbase lost 9.2% of its value last Friday and is off another 6.5% in pre-market trading this morning. That latest decline puts the value of Coinbase at less than $100 per share. Now, remember that it direct listed, and when it did so, it was given a reference price of $250 per share, which I'm going to now call the whoops mark. Shares of Coinbase went as high as $368.90, recall, that's according to Yahoo Finance, and are now worth, well, less than $100. It is a f***ing mess out there. TechCrunch is now writing startup layoff roundups. That's how much things have changed. But it's not just small companies, it's not just crypto companies, it's everybody. So just how much are things changing? Well, Uber's CEO sent out an email last night that CNBC's Deidre Bossa got her hands on and then very kindly tweeted it out. Now, Uber CEO Dara Khashoggi said that he met with investors after his company reported earnings, and he learned that the market is undergoing a, quote, seismic shift and that Uber will need to change in the face of this new reality. Dara said that adjusted EBITDA is out the window and that free cash flow is the new thing that investors care about. And so the company is going to look more closely at capital expenses, which, of course, impact free cash flow, unit economics and marketing efficiency. Hiring at Uber now a, quote, privilege. The company needs to be, quote, hardcore about costs, Dara said, and also the CEO stressed platform power, which was a, you know, unsubtle dig against its domestic rival, Lyft. This is the new market, not just startup fear, but everybody is taking lumps. And that means no more adjusted budget metrics like adjusted EBITDA. Free cash flow is hard to fake because you can't really adjust cash in the same way that you can profitability. Welcome to the new reality. It's coming. Listening to this show, you might think that literally everything is doomed and no one's having a good time and that the fun is over. Well, that's only kind of true. For some time, we've covered the fallen stock market, the changing venture capitalist risk tolerance profile, and other factors that have dramatically impacted the ability for startups to raise capital and find exits at attractive prices. But in that situation this year, there has been a wrinkle. And that's while most startups have been slowing down in terms of fundraising, the crypto startup market has been partying like nothing changed. Now, I wonder if that is finally going to be over. Why? Well, yes, Coinbase's stock is a mess, as we noted above, but also Coinbase reports earnings tomorrow, meaning that it will answer a load of investor questions and also talk through its results in detail. For crypto startups, Coinbase's report is going to matter. If Coinbase says, you know, hey, our numbers really don't look that good and loses even more value, 
it could shake crypto confidence more generally amongst investors. Now, would that be enough to shake loose a change from the crypto market startup perspective? I don't know. But the gap between crypto enthusiasm and other startup caution has grown to simply yawning proportions, at least based on what I'm hearing and reading in the last couple of weeks and, frankly, months. A risk-off crypto market would be a real change in pace for a lot of folks on the private market side, and really for a large chunk of the startup market. Let's see what we learned this week. But yes, while this show has been an absolute sad fest, there is a lot of good news out there still. Startups are still fundraising, and we have two very interesting rounds for you this morning. The first one comes from our own Tej Kene Okafor, who writes about Egyptian fintech company Paymob. What does Paymob do? Well, it enables merchants to accept digital payments online and in-store. And according to Tej, it announced today that it has raised a $50 million Series B. PayPal Ventures, the global corporate venture arm of PayPal, a New York-based venture capital Cora Capital firm, and London-based Claypoint led the round. Now, what does the company really do? Well, according to Tage, Paymob works with businesses and merchants of quote all sizes. It has an omnichannel payment infra that allows its customers to accept payments via a number of methods, which CEO Islam Shaki claims to be the largest in Egypt. Those different options include, I'm just going to read here, bank cards, mobile wallets, QR payments, bank cards, installments, BNPL, and other consumer finance payment options. Paymob also has a POS or point of sale solution for offline merchants where they can receive in-store card payments. And the next round comes from our own Kyle Wiggers, a recent star recruit to the TechCrunch team. We're talking about a company called Pyramid Analytics, and they just raised a $120 million Series E, and the company has what it calls a decision intelligence platform. So I didn't know what that was, so I went ahead and read through Kyle's story. And essentially, it seems that business intelligence, or BI, is a very well-funded part of the SaaS market, and that companies have raised a lot of money to bring in tons of data to kind of better, quote, benchmark lines of business, as Kyle puts it. So essentially, BI promises to help identify, develop, and otherwise create new revenue opportunities at companies that use the software. Okay. Kyle also cited a data point saying that the big data and business analytics market could be worth $684 billion by 2030, which goes to show there's a lot of money to be made here. So it's not a huge shock to see a lot of money going into the space. But I will say I didn't expect to see a $120 million Series E this morning after writing for so long about how things are slowing down. Closing out this weekend, I spent a lot of yesterday on the couch eating pizza and cinnamon pretzel twists because, well, it was the first Miami F1 race, which meant that F1 was finally in my time zone and I had an absolute great time watching it. Uh, it was also entirely plastered to technology money. There was Crypto.com, there was Salesforce, there was Workday. There were cars outfitted with crypto logos from Tezos and FTX. There were big tech decals from Oracle and uh, Google and others. And oh my gosh, essentially, it really felt like technology had just taken the big money brush and just slapped it all over the race. I mean, hell, tech companies are even sponsoring support vehicles like the F1 safety car. It was a good reminder of just how much money tech has had to throw around for the last couple of years. And no, I'm not going to get into the whole stadium rights curse thing. That's whatever. But I will say that any long-term slowdown in tech spend is going to hit a bunch of industries at once. I doubt this summer is going to be much fun at all, frankly, given just how far we've seen sentiment decline now that things are getting, well, worse. I don't entirely get why things have become so shit at the moment, but I was also befuddled by how great things were last year. So I won't really try to understand today. Instead, we can just listen to market participants and try to chart a path forward based on our knowledge of what's ahead. And what's ahead could be, well, chop. And that is our show for you today. Don't forget, Equity is on Twitter, where we tweet under the handle EquityPod. 
I'm Alex. I tweet under the handle Alex and we'll talk to you soon. But don't forget, this is a live show week. So if you want to listen to Equity live, you can do so on Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. We're on Hopin where you can ask questions. We're on Twitter spaces if you just want to tune into the audio. And that, of course, will come out on Friday. But we have our Wednesday show coming up. So we'll talk to you Wednesday. We'll see you Thursday. And we're dropping another show on Friday. All right. Have a good one. Bye.